0: Welcome to episode number seventy-four of the Giant Take Podcast, the final Giants twenty twenty season episode. Uh, I'm Josh, and I'm always joined by my co-host Alex. If it's the first time you're listening to us, go back and listen to a happier episode because this one is not the the nicest one. Uh, it's kind of sad. We were gonna we were debating making you know an episode kind of recapping the game um, after the win against the Dallas Cowboys, which we last time we beat the Dallas Cowboys was 2016. And uh, we decided to wait. And we waited until Doug Peterson thought it would be a good job and to help them win the game to put in their backup, backup, backup quarterback, um, meaning their third string. And now we sit here after the Washington football team that we beat twice, might I add. Are in the NFL playoffs. We'll get you all of that stuff. Um, So this is going to be a Giants Cowboys recap, NFC East recap. I got the uh, and I got also the Giants, uh, some Giants news as well with Dave Gettleman. So we'll go into that a little bit. Um, And then I think what we're gonna do. Well, let's first. I got we got a lot of things to talk about, right? Um, First of all. I would like to say that we are gonna be doing um episodes once a week after Thursday's episode. So we're gonna have an episode on Thursday recapping the whole season. This is kind of just the two games, Washington football team versus Eagles and Giants versus Cowboys recap. i have one on Thursday, and then we'll be putting out episodes once a week throughout we'll have all your offseason content throughout the offseason. Um and then I have one more thing to say, but let me let Alex go. Alex, how are you doing?
1: So I've had the night to think about this. We're recording the next morning. My thoughts have settled. I'm I'm a more coherent person this morning. And I'm really thinking about it, right? Uh, We're going to get into the Giants game, really the game that actually matters because, you know, that's what's going to matter going into next season, how we played and how we progressed throughout the season. But touching on, you know, what everyone was talking about last night and into this morning with the Eagles and their, you know, intentional tank, which, you know, many people could suspect going into the game, but the way they did it, the way Doug Peterson executed it, going for it on fourth and goal, what what was it, at the eight-yard line, something like that, five, six, seven, you know, somewhere where you would definitely kick a field goal, going for it. Um, you can see Jalen Hurts mouthing on the sidelines saying, this is not how it should be done or something along those lines or not some, how it should happen. Um, and, you know, you, you can clearly tell they were tanking. Um, it was the way they did it, bringing in that, quarterback i don't even remember his name Sun, Sun, what's his name sunfeld um so it was just so bad and i think you you've gotta you've gotta you know we didn't get enough wins for our own destiny to be in our own hands and that's really the main problem right we're playing with the devil and the devil is the philadelphia eagles and when you're trying to make a deal with the devil it never works out and i think that's what we that's the problem and we had to we were we were Praying for the devil to help us, and they didn't. And I don't think that's really a big surprise. Congrats to the Washington football team. Alex Smith, amazing story there. Ron Rivera, another great story there. So, you know, they did very very well this season. Congrats to them. But focusing on the Giants, yes, we didn't make the playoffs, but you look at the positives six and 10 to finish the season could have really realistically been more. And as much as you know Evan Ingram, his miscatch, which looks like cost us the playoffs. By the way, um, so Evan Ingram, you know, terrible in the Cowboys game too. We'll get to that, but I, I think you've got to you got to take responsibility for our own actions and how we played this season. Our, this team could have been eight and eight, nine and seven. Uh, all said and done with the Cowboys game, um, the Eagles game, even that Bucks game. I mean, all our games pretty much were close, most of them at least, except for the couple more recent ones um in San Francisco earlier. But yeah, for me, this is just I, I think we need to keep we need to keep going, learn from what we've done this year. We've progressed and we just gotta keep moving. But I guess let's recap the game and saw see what positives we saw from it. Um Josh, do you have any thoughts? I mean getting into the game. Obviously it was a close one, very down to the end. Um very much down to the end. What do you think about that whole uh, Gallman fumble at the end and just the entire game.
0: So once again, like I do with every game, I'm listening to Entertainer and Bad Dog during this uh, Giants versus Cowboys game. And Alex said that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, um, as bad as they are, were talking about the right call during this. They brought on Mike Pereira and the whole time they were saying that the Giants had the ball and eagles were pointing like it was eagles ball you had a referee on one side being like oh is he like pointing to the eagle or, or eagles cowboys side i think i said eagles a few times or cowboys side and then you have a referee that went to the Giants side my perspective of it i think what happened was they originally ruled a cowboys ball then changed it to giants ball then reviewed it when it was giants ball and then what happened was the play was then upheld and then they were saying first down and i was like what the hell is happening daniel jones had it and then i clapped because they were able to i clapped like jason garrett
1: yeah so i think originally they ruled it down by contact or he had possession of the ball and he was down and then that and then the second referee came and said cowboys ball so i think it was the original call on the field was that it was giants ball um and then just kind of one of the referees pointed in the cowboys direction or one or two of them, but that wasn't actually the call. They were just pointing because they thought that's who had the ball. But, you know, we can clearly see, you saw through the images, Wayne Gallman had the ball. What the hell was Wayne Gallman doing? Hold on to the football, buddy. Might have lost your chance at a little bit of a nice extension here at the end of the season with that, with that uh you know, mess of a situation. You know, he had the thing earlier with Daniel Jones with the messed up on the handoff. That was kind of a 50-50 fall on each one. Daniel Jones didn't do a great job making sure it was in his hands. Wayne Gallman was too focused on looking up the field, which is what the running back should be doing. Whole big mess. Alfred Morris sucked, um, and he just generally sucks besides a few times he makes a few good runs. But yeah, Wayne Gallman, I don't know what the hell was going on with him. Sterling Shepard, though. Let's talk about him because something was going on with him and that was a positive thing that was going on. And he had two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, one uh, receiving touchdown, did very well. Him and Daniel Jones were connecting well all day. Um, and really he was probably the a good weapon for Daniel Jones and I thought he his route running was uh, superb throughout the game. And I think he's definitely that guy with Slayton who can stay when we get our hopeful uh, number one receiver, and he'll be, you know, another option for Daniel Jones in the passing game.
0: I got breaking news here on the Giant Take podcast right now. Just just, uh, just saw this here on the Twitter. Uh, so let's get this breaking news music real quick. All right, breaking news here on the Giant Take podcast. It turns out this is going to be the most boring breaking news that we have but I don't care because I just saw it. Turns out that the Giants are going to be signing the offensive lineman Chad Slade to a future contract per his agent. And that's the breaking news. All of that music, everything for that. Sterling Shepard did have a great game, Alex. I think you're right. Um, Also, the Panthers Panthers are interested in Jerry Reese. But anyway, um... So, yeah, um, Sterling Shepard, I think, did have a really good game. I think another player you want to talk about is Wayne Gallman, who had the fumble, like you said. Um, he had a good game besides that that one play where he just got to go down. He apologized to the fans in the press conference, which I think was a very, uh, very funny move, uh, but but it was a classy move. So, you know, that was cool. That was, that was funny. Um, you have, once again, the special teams. This time it wasn't really... It was Riley Dixon, who now I don't want him back as a punter for the Giants. It was Cam Brown, who I believe on two special teams plays had problems, um, whether it was calls uh, of offsides sides on the kickoff and then holding on a punt, I think it was. So that was not good. Um, we saw Dante Pettis, who's now Odell Beckham. Um, and I really I, I wanted to mention this. I wrote this down. I hope he's here to stay. I think we should sign him to a contract or keep him on the, the squad for training camp next season or something because he did he did pretty well. Um Daniel Jones lied to the media. I got all upset about it the other day, um in our last episode because it came out right when we were recording and I was really pissed off. Turns out he lied. Um so just an all around good game for the Giants. I mean, it was classic Giants fashion, though, that it comes down to a splits butt fumble, but a butt landed on the ball fumble. I don't even know what to call it. And that's how the Giants win this game.
1: Yeah. So, you know, besides that in the game, I think you're, you're looking at, I mean, defensively we played well. There was two picks that we couldn't, could have gotten Julian Love and James Bradbury both had good opportunities. We couldn't do anything with those, uh, you know, actually touching on Julian Love, he was playing outside corner um, in this game. And I thought that was an interesting move. And we were actually playing man coverage quite a bit this game, a uh, change from, you know, our usual majority zone. Yes, we still did, I believe, play majority zone, but we uh, definitely sneaked in a little bit more man coverage in there, um, you know, which was a nice change.
0: And I mean, no, just, just real quick, Alex, sorry. but um, And it's very interesting because we do it against this team with their really good receivers, which is like why I switch to man coverage now? Um, And I mean, we saw it against the Baltimore Ravens um, that it didn't really work out with their speedy receivers, Uh, and you would hope that it would work against the Cowboys, but it's interesting that we chose this team of any to do more of like a man coverage type of move against, you know, the Michael Gallups, Amari Cooper, and CeeDee Lamb, who actually had that one drop, which is very costly now that you look at it. He could have had a touchdown on that play.
1: Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um, You know, we had Darnay Holmes back, which really helped in the slot there. Um, Whoever was operating, I believe it was mostly CeeDee Lamb in the slot, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So he was pretty effective against him there. You know, CeeDee Lamb was definitely the biggest threat along with, you know, actually not going to say that all three of them are really good weapons. Zeke was definitely a little banged up throughout the game. You could see in the beginning, he was kind of coming on and off, but he didn't exactly seem himself. So that was good. Uh, for the Giants, not good for Zeke. Um, hopefully he gets healthier in the future for during the offseason. Just not against the Giants. Um, and I think you've got, in in terms of everything else, like the offensive line, Nick Gates, I just want to bring him up. What a man. What a man. I love him. Um, fighting with the Cowboys. Uh, I forget who he was. Well, he fought like everyone on the defense, but it was pretty nice seeing him go up against some of the, uh, you know, disgusting Cowboys players. I hate them. Um, but uh <laughs> you know, actually what was disgusting, all jokes aside, was that push or the headbutt on a uh, Caden Smith by what was that, Lewis, the 36, 26, whatever that. Uh, hopefully the NFL looks into that and suspends him or finds him or something, because that was not sportsmanlike at all. And that was just not right. And the NFL better take some action on that. Do I think they will? No, it's America's favorite team, and they always get a break.
0: Now going to the defensive side, we had a lot of like things going on here. We had uh, Tay Crowder, who had a tackle for loss. He had 11 tackles. Blake Martinez, he had 11 tackles as well. And good signing by Dave Gettleman. Um, I, I just checked it out right now. He's fourth uh, in NFL tackles. In front of him is Avery Williamson, uh, Zach Cunningham, and Jalen Smith, we actually saw um, yesterday when recording now on Monday. Um, so good job by Blake Martinez. And we had a lot of sacks in this game. Total six, one by Blake Martinez, three by Leonard Williams, who said actually in his press conference that it was never about the money. It was about showing what he can do. Um, so that's interesting. I mean that's definitely gonna those three sacks are definitely gonna um, you know, get teams to want to give him a contract and hopefully the Giants giving him an extension. Kyler Fackrell with a sack, and Dalvin Tomlinson with a sack, another player. So this will be a talk all offseason here on the Giant Take Podcast. We'll definitely have to get into it because it's either one or the other, I'm guessing. Leonard Williams or Dalvin Tomlinson, which one do we give the contract to? And at this current moment, it's Leonard Williams for me. And that's that's how it stands. That's how it works. It's going to be more than Tomlinson, but I think that he's the right choice um, right now.
1: Well, for me, you could bring back both, right? That's been talked about, Um, and I think that's definitely an option. We know Dave Gettleman, if he's staying, obviously, um, likes his big defensive linemen and offensive linemen, his big hog mollies. So I think it's possible that both stay. Um, But, yeah, Leonard Williams, fantastic season. We'll talk about that more all-off season, obviously, and see what his deal is with resigning with the New York football giants. Um, But – I I think, you know, I guess now let's kind of like move. What do you want to move on to? I guess we can go to the football team Eagles game. Not exactly the most ideal.
0: I love that music way too much. Dave Gettleman apparently is staying with the organization though, Alex. You mentioned it. So I just wanted to talk about it. It's from unnamed sources, which scares me a little bit. No big names such as Ian Rappaport's. Um, Mike Garofolos Adam Schefter's have reported on it, but the major Giants fan sites, and that's, you know, a little scary, um, have noted that according to, you know, according to their sources, the Giants have brought back Dave Gettleman. Now, we don't know what the deal is, what role he has. All we know is that apparently he is back with the team or he will stay with the team. We just do not know if he's going to go to a senior advisor role, which I agree. I think that's what should happen. Um, But apparently, according to unnamed sources, he's back with the team. Now let's go to the Eagles-Washington football team game. I think we covered most of it, though. Uh, It was a tight game towards the end. I'm just going to do quick thoughts. It was a tight game towards the end. Washington pulled through. They got the win. Chase Young is an absolute beast of a player. Um, Some guy we missed out on due to the Chase Young Bowl in that final game. or one of the final games it's not the final game of the end of the season against the Washington football team where we went to overtime. And Daniel Jones, of course, did the best performance of his career, probably. Um, so that that's my quick thoughts. And then obviously, FU Doug Peterson, he sucks. I just, he's, Jalen Hurts is a competitor, and that's why he took him out. The fourth down, he should have took the field goal. Thing is, Jalen Hurts underthrew threw that ball uh, to a, like a pretty open receiver. So not even that bad of a call. And then putting in Sudfield, and he was, it wasn't even the Eagles. They wanted to win. It was Doug Peterson.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It definitely was the mentality of Doug Peterson. He wants Jamar Chase more than anything um, in the world, I guess, at the moment. He knows his job is secure, um, I'm assuming. Otherwise, he wouldn't have tanked the game. And yeah, that, I mean, there's not much to say about it. it. The more we talk about it, the more it just frustrates Giants fans. It frustrates me. It frustrates you. It's just not worth discussing how annoying and terrible the Eagles are. But Giants players, remember what happened last night. Take that into the game um, it, against the Eagles next time we play um, next season. The NFC East, though, is wrapped up um, the final standings. Josh is going to uh, give us the final standings here. The Giants finished second in the division.
0: Giants do finish second, Alex. 7-9 and nine, Washington football team. They'll play next week. I'll get into that in a minute. Giants six and ten, second place. Which, by the way, we'll talk about on Thursday's episode. I did say that. Um, Cowboys six and ten, and then Eagles four eleven and one. That now sets the NFC playoffs to be, or just the playoff, the NFL playoffs is what I think I meant to say. Colts Bills Saturday at one o'clock. Rams Seahawks Saturday at four o'clock. Three games on each slate too. Saturday and Sunday due to the new wild card. I'm um, very exciting. Buccaneers, Washington. Gotta hope they lose at 8 Sunday. 1 o'clock on Sun or Saturday night. I'm doing this wrong. 1 o'clock on Sunday, Ravens, Titans. 4 o'clock on Sunday, Bears, Saints. And then 8 o'clock on Sunday, Browns versus the Steelers. Let's go to Black Monday. Um, just real quick, they call it in the NFL. We got some firings going on. We already knew this was coming, but Jets fans were still a little nervous. Adam Gaze has officially been fired. Also, the coach of the um what's the team Jacksonville Jaguars have fired their coach as well Doug Marone. and that is all we have for right now obviously like I said we have Dave Gentleman staying you got to hope the Giants or I hope the Giants fired um, Jason Garrett I do not want him as the offensive coordinator so let's get him, get him get him done with and start our search right now but that's all we have for right now we're recording the morning of black monday so that's all we have uh, and then the Giants will have the 11th pick in the NFL draft. So, not did not did um not did the Sunday games, the teams that were ahead of us not go so well, but it went so poorly that we now end up with the 11th pick cuz we won and all the teams in front of us really lost. So, we didn't even end up where I thought we were like which was about the 8th pick average cuz we won and now we end up with the 11th pick. So, all those people who were dreaming for that third pick, yeah, you're not getting it. There isn't any general, generational talent, I would say, besides Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields looked really good over the weekend as well, so maybe those two quarterbacks. But we're not even searching for a quarterback, so I think it's really okay that we're we're here at the 11th pick. We'll probably choose. A, we'll get into it in the offseason. I don't want to. But our biggest needs: wide receiver, defensive tackle, edge rusher, cornerback. Um, so that's going to have your NFC, your NFC East standings, your NFL playoffs, and your pick uh, for the draft.
1: Yeah, the 11th pick, definitely not ideal, um, you know. But, you know, we won the game, so I'll take whatever it would be, three picks later for a nice win at the end of the season against the dreaded Dallas Cowboys. And I believe that's it for today's episode. Like Josh mentioned, um, we'll have more recap on Thursday than we'll be going from once a week. We'll alert you talk about it more on Thursday. Um, going to thegianttake.com. Um, we have new blog posts which will be coming out this week, later in the week, probably Friday or Saturday. Um, so make sure to check that out. Um, and we have, you know, many other ones. Josh wrote one recently. So go check those out. We have episodes, and you can click to um, uh, subscribe to the newsletter, sorry, which is on the homepage. If you click on the homepage, and there you have a form you can fill out, and you'll get all sorts of notifications w- uh, through your email whenever anything happens blog, episode, announcement whatever. And you can click support the podcast, which will take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the giant take. And that has a $2 tier with fan requests, private community, and a shout out on the podcast.
0: Well, actually a few things because I'm, I'm crazy like that. We're going to the Giants 2021 schedule. The home and away games are going to be Dallas Cowboys, Washington football team, Philadelphia Eagles home. Obviously we're going to be playing the Falcons at home, the Panthers at home, the Broncos at home, the Rams at home and the Raiders at home. And then on the on away uh, the away side, I was I was having trouble there. Cowboys football team, Eagles, obviously Kansas City Chiefs, New Orleans Saints, Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Los Angeles Chargers. So it's already looking to be another tough season, another tough schedule for the 2021 Giants. And you got to hope they're improved. And they look right now as, but you know, you got to think of all the players that are coming back from injury, free agent signings, draft stuff. But right now to this day, I can confidently say that I am confident that the Giants could win the NFC East next season right now, right now. They could definitely win it. It's, it's all up for grabs for any team. Second thing, and I think we should mention this until we come out to the end of the season. For some of you, this might be the last time you listen to us until the, the draft, till free agency starts, until next season for all we know. But I'd like to thank all the listeners. Uh, especially thank you so much for you know supporting us we're just two kids that have a dream of someday maybe going to broadcasting and then this is this is what we do so if it wasn't you know for you listeners we really wouldn't um, you know have the drive to keep on producing and putting out the episodes every week so thank you so much and then especially to the guests Um, it's hard to find guests every week but these people were willing to come on to the podcast so I like to name them. Um, you know, throughout the whole season. This might take a little bit, but we're doing it anyway. We started off with the amazing Carl Banks. Uh, in week one, we had Snacks. We had Jerry from the Giant Insider podcast, Rich Hammond, Mike Vivolo, Ethan Cadeau, uh, Matt Verderon. Justin Pennick came in here and co-hosted an episode. Um, we also had Brandon London, former New York Giant. He also works with the Giants right now. Uh, Daryl Slater from NJ.com, Jack Corderaro, who else? Dean Blandino, NFL rules analyst. You probably caught him on Fox yesterday. Danny King uh, from Talking Giants. Mookie Alexander, Catherine Fitzgerald, Dan Lobby, Bobby Skinner, and finally Authentic, who came on this past Thursday. Thank you to everyone who came on and as guests, and thank you to the listeners for listening and sticking with us. And we hope you keep on listening Um, episode Thursday, and then obviously once a week we'll get into that on Thursday and update you with all of that stuff. Um, go follow Alex on Twitter at anorian 23 Go follow me on Twitter at josholo29. Go follow at the Giant Take Pod on Twitter, the Giant Take on Instagram and Facebook, and then go follow Talking Blues Pod on Twitter. That's a Chelsea podcast that Alex and I do. Chelsea lost, but the Giants won. It broke the curse, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's a good thing, and. Give us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. That would be wonderful. Um, Subscribe wherever you're listening. And just keep listening.
1: That has been a wrap for episode number 74 and also a wrap for the Giants' regular season. Um, Or the season because we didn't make the playoffs. Very sad. Um, I've been your co-host Alex, always joined by Josh. And we'll see you next time with some more Giants news.